Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 2, that vanities of vanities, says the preacher. Vanities of vanities. All is vanity. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to us pray. Our wonderful Lord and God, we thank you for another wonderful opportunity to learn at your feet. Thank you for creating a wonderful world for us. Father, we pray that you will continue to give us inspiration through your word. This will give us an insight into how to live a life that is filled with your wish and to know how to find meaning of true Christian living in this world of empty pleasures. This we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The topic of our message is a world filled with empty pleasures. A world filled with empty pleasures. Our text is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2. We read verses 1 to 26. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 1 to 26. I read, I said in my heart, Come now, I will test you with might. Therefore, enjoy pleasure. But surely this also was vanity. I said of laughter or badness, and of might, what does it accomplish? I search in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine, while guiding my heart with wisdom, and how to lay hold on folly, till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under heaven all the days of their lives. I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards 
and I planted all kinds of fruits therein. I made myself water pools from which to water the growing trees on the grove. I acquired male and female servants and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and of the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delight of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became great and excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor. All this was my reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done, and on the labor in which I had toiled. And indeed, all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. The end of the wise and the fool. Then I turned myself to consider wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do who succeeds the king? Only what he has already done. Then I saw the wisdom excels folly, as light excels darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I myself perceived that the same event happens to them all. So I said to my heart, as it happens to the fool, it also happens to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart, this also is vanity. For there is no more remembrance of the wise than of the fool forever. Since all that now is will be forgotten in the days to come. And how does a wise man die? As a fool. Therefore, I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me. For all is vanity and grasping for the wind. Then I hated all my labor in which I had toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will rule over all my labor in which I toil and which I have shown myself wise under the sun. This also is vanity. Therefore, I turn my heart and despair all of the labor in which I toil under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is with wisdom knowledge and skill, yet he must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. For what has man for all his labor 
and for the striving of his heart with which he has toiled under the sun. For all these days are sorrowful and his work burdensome. Even in the night his heart takes no rest. This also is vanity. Nothing is better for a man than that he should eat and drink, that his soul should enjoy his good in his labor. This also I saw was from the hand of God. For who can eat or who can have enjoyment more than I? For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting. He may give to him who is good before God. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Hallelujah. Brethren, this is the summary of experience of one of the richest and wisest man of his time, King Solomon. It is very important that we know this because many of us think, oh, if only I can be rich, all my problems will be solved. Nalayo, Solomon was thinkingly rich, yet he had many challenges with affluence. Some will say they love such problems. No, poverty is not an option too. A poor man is a liability to himself and the world. Many are just struggling to breathe because of poverty. I pray that God arise for such a multitude whose lives have become miserable today and give them good lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Also, affluence has its own problems. Proverbs chapter 30 Verses 7 to 9 says, Two things I request of you, to deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you. And say, Who is the Lord? Unless I be poor and still and profane the name of my God. It is my prayers that none of us will be afflicted with poverty to deny God. He has promised us His daily provision for us in sufficiency, and this will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I pray also that none of us will be forced to eat the food of the enemy, or a shameful food, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If we pursue the pleasures of life, we will discover at the end of it that it's vanity. We can never find fulfillment in vanity, no? Brethren, we need to ask ourselves the big question. Was the world created for these mundane things? The answer is no. It's men that have found this temporary place so attractive that we have focused our values on these temporary things. 
Many are ready to do just anything to have these things at their beckon. Many are ready to mortgage their lives for the pleasure even within a short period. Well, the testimony of the man who had everything before should serve us as a good example. If we pursue the values of the spirit life, then living will start making meanings to us. A wise man with deep knowledge of the spirit summarize what should be our right values and virtues. Apostle Paul, in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, envisioned and said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Brethren, knowing Christ and his power is all that will make all the difference in life. It will give you a clear idea of why you are here and the focus you should have, which is eternal life by the salvation of your soul. House can never give you full joy. No, if you are in doubt, ask many landlords who are in agony. Children can never give you full satisfaction. No, more anxieties and worries. In Yoruba proverb says, there is no joy yet in having children until they have succeeded you in burial. And I will add, until they have given you peace without destroying your name by their behavior after you are gone. Money, we all know, has its challenges. Many rich men of yesterday have come back to become beggars. Some men of fame in yesteryears are hiding. Security men are killing those that they are supposed to be watching over. There is fear everywhere. Do you know God? Does God know you as a good son or daughter? Daniel chapter 11 verse 32b says, The people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. This means that God created the world for his own purposes. You can only find opportunities in it if you know the Creator, because life has no manual. But the Creator can offer you an e-manual. Emmanuel fortunately sounds like the name of our God, Emmanuel, meaning God with us. If God is with you in spirit, he will teach you by inspiration. This will give you a great life and assurance of your salvation. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 10, verse 10 be that, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it in abundance. I think that's a good invite for us all. Come to Jesus for abundant life. He will dry your tears and give you a life with the direction and meaning. Life is not about running, but walking in purposeful direction. I pray as you accept him today and surrender your life to Jesus, his presence will make all the difference and meaning in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Your beauty, your weight, your fame, and expertise will not take you far. God can make you do great exploits, and he will do it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to appreciate you for your patience and interest in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Please help share with others. You can also listen to this message and other previous ones through our podcast streaming codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. your name for this wonderful message. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 that, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We have decided, Lord, to fix our eyes on you. We will neither look right or left. Father, we pray that you grant us the grace to have a fulfilled life in you and the grace to reign with you in eternity. This and many more we ask through Christ our Lord and Redeemer. Amen. <laughs>